Welcome. You're about to hear an inspirational message by David Entry. May your faith increase and your heart be stirred towards God as you listen to this life-transforming message. Press subscribe so you're the first to know when the messages are released. Blessed are your ears for the things they hear. And it came to pass. You are all welcome. I said you are all welcome. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha ask what I should do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said I pray thee let a double portion of thy spirit be Let's all read the next verse 10 together. Verse 9 says that before I go, I'm about to be taken, but before I go, Said Elijah said to him, Ask what I shall do for thee before I'm taken away. Elijah said, I don't want money. I'm not looking for marriage. I'm not looking for fame. I'm not looking for shoes. I'm not looking for clothing, cars. I'm not looking for that. But he said, there's one thing I want. There's one. And he said, I want. Because the way God is using you, it is not human nature. It's not natural. Anybody God uses has something of God upon them. Do not envy what they've got as a result of God using them. Don't focus on it. They have a, a nice car. No. They have a nice... Uh, they have money. No. They have fame. No. They have large following on YouTube. No. Those things are f- fleeting, flimsy. He says, I want the spirit that is upon you. Because what you are doing, there's a spirit on you. As you sit here, you must choose what you want. Some of you are here, you want the spirit. Others too are looking for friends. Others, they don't have, they are bored at home. They say, we are going to come. Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. And guess that if this is your friend and it's time for prayer, they are still in the room. And then we haven't closed. Tell me, I'm tired. I'm going to, you are joking. We will pay we will pay Uber to take you back home. Yes. Ah, sorry. It's too much. What is too much? Lazy. Lazy boy. Lazy girl. He said, I want a double portion of what is on you. Of that spirit. 
There's a spirit on you. I want it. I want it. Say, I want it. I want it. What do you want? The spirit. What do you want? So you have to make up your mind. As we are here, you are here because maybe you didn't even know what you want. But suddenly you realize, ah, there's something I should be wanting. There's something I should, it's making others better than me. No, there's something I should be wanting. So when Jesus was about to go, he said, don't move, don't move, don't move. Don't go and preach. Don't attempt to do anything in church. Don't do it. Wait till you are endued with power from above. From on high. Because Acts 1, 8 says that when the spirit of God comes upon you, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. What makes you unique in the work of God and in life is the spirit of God. The spirit. So, pastor, how do I get the spirit? That's why we are here. What do you want? The spirit. Why are you here? Another word for the Bible sometimes uses for the spirit is oil. That's why this camp is fresh oil camp. Oil. Someone said, give me the oil. In this camp, in this world, the countries that have got oil have a lot of money. And their own is crude oil. It's buried in the earth. This one is oil from above. Oil in the earth is making people rich. Making Saudi Arabia rich. Even Libya was rich. And all those oil never comes. It's oil from underneath the earth. But it says that wait for the promise of the father. Luke chapter 24, 49 again. Said, behold, I send you the promise. You know, I told you God is a God of promise. Send the promise of my father. Uh, um, I send the promise of my father upon you. Tie in, in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued from power from where? This one is from on high. The oil, when it comes upon you, when the spirit comes upon you, as soon as it touches you, it turns into power. No scientific apparatus can see spirit. So if you can't see spirit, how do you know the spirit is upon him? Because as soon as the spirit touches him, it turns into power. As soon as the spirit touches you, comes upon you, it's power. Power. Satan fears you. As soon as he touches you, you are recognized from above. So devils demons say, Jesus I know, Paul I know. Ah, how do they know you? Because the spirit has come upon you. Jesus could not do anything. He couldn't do anything until he went into the wilderness. Say wilderness. wilderness. I wish I could hear. Say wilderness. wilderness. When did the spirit come upon Jesus? When he was being baptized. So in Luke chapter 3 verse 21, the the heavens were open and um, verse 22 talks about how and the Holy Ghost descended upon him in a bodily shape like a dove. So the Spirit of God came upon him. But he couldn't do anything until he went into the wilderness. Wilderness is a place where you are away from every normal thing. A place where you are being 
you know, grilled. Something is. And when he went to the wilderness, the Bible said, the spirit that came upon him, driveth him. And being full of the Holy Spirit, was led by the spirit. In Matthew says that it driveth him. Matthew 4 1. The spirit and 4 2. It should be there. Matthew put Matthew 4 1. Let's see what it was. Jesus was led out of the spirit and the wilderness of the, the tempted man. One of the versions says that, and the spirit driveth him. The spirit drove him. Here he said he was moved by the spirit. He was led by the spirit. Where? Put you on the screen, please. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from the jail and was led by the spirit into the wilderness. Ah! Why won't he lead you to shopping mall? Wilderness. Some of us, what you don't like is wilderness. Don't like wilderness. To be honest, is not a pleasant place, but it's is is a developing place a place of development no one gets used by god without going to the wilderness wilderness is a place where you are separated from normal life wilderness what some of us don't like is wilderness some of you you didn't know that listen 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 you know theme park amusement park campsites when you go for campsites and stuff like that um, um, zip wire and but fun food listen so you thought this one is like a theme park this one is wilderness is wilderness. Where have you come? What do you want? Where have you come? Yeah. If you are not familiar with the wilderness, the spirits will not be familiar with flowing through you. Wilderness experience. Any soldier who hasn't been trained in the wilderness is not a good soldier going to the wilderness in the forest sometimes the dark forest no light Jesus was driven by the spirit into the wilderness he was driven by the spirit into the wilderness the wilderness you thought the spirit would drive him into the market or shopping center yeah or Fan fair, you know, where there's fun, because now he's come, yeah. Amen. I'm the man, you know. No, if the Holy Spirit comes, he's driving you to the wilderness because that's where the Spirit gets a better expression through you. In the wilderness, it will be hard, temptations will come, your character will be tested. When desire for the things of God, the house of God eats you, that's what gives you an advantage in the things of God. Yeah. I didn't come for a party. Yeah. I came to see God. Yeah. So in the wilderness, when you study John, uh, Mark chapter 1, there's a man called John the Baptist. He was in the wilderness eating locust and wild honey. Yeah. That's what you get in the wilderness. Is that wilderness is rough. 
Yeah. Rugged. Some of you who don't like correction and rebuke, I'm telling you, you, you better run away from here. Yeah. You, you want me to pour into you without correcting you? You are joking. He said, a man wrestled with him at night. Genesis chapter 32, from verse 24. Jacob was, a, was left alone, and at night, a man wrestled with him. Was left alone. Say, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Here in this camp, sometimes you have to let people leave you alone. Yes. I know you came with your friend, but you know what? Leave me alone. Yes. We are in the wilderness. So he says that um, an, a, a, an angel wrestled with him, a man wrestled with him. And when he realized he wasn't prevailed, he wasn't prevailing. That's interesting. He wasn't prevailing. Some of us, God has, is trying, but he can't prevail. He can't prevail against you. He can't prevail against you. You are too strong. Your feelings are too strong. You are too much full of yourself. When he saw that he was not prevailing against him, can you imagine a whole God fighting with human beings? And he wasn't prevailing. There a man wrestled with him. And when he realized he wasn't prevailing, he said, I have to get this guy. So he touched, the Bible used a nice word, he touched the hollow of his thigh. But the, if you don't take it, you won't understand what that means. So what uh, message? Message, how that message puts it. And Jacob wrestled and he deliberately threw Jacob's hip out of joint. So if this is his hip, he that means what? You can't stand. Tonight, I feel like I'm that kind of man. To pull somebody's hip out of joint. Sit down. Pull his hip out of joint. Your hip is the strongest joint in your body. The strongest part of the human body where your strength is greatest is your hip. I don't know what is your big strength in your life. Sometimes God said, I don't need it. I have to weaken it so that I can give you my strength. Because he said, my strength is made perfect in weakness. If you want to see God's strength, it is where you feel weak. Hallelujah. Amen. So the one who then asked after he, he, he dislocated his hip, how does the New International Living, New Living Translation? It says that he touched Jacob's hip and, and wrenched it out of its socket. Can you imagine? Do you know that will be serious? It's not your shoulder, this one is your hip. the way some of you just say ow yeah ouch what, what does the next verse say you live in you can, okay and he said let me go this now the one who has dislocated the hip he said I want to go because day is breaking we are running out of time now 
The camp is about to end. I gotta go. And he said, No, I won't let you go. Because I came here for something. This camp must not end. No, no, no. Sit down. Let me finish. The point I'm making is that it doesn't matter. The way Pastor rebuked me, I wasn't happy at all. He has dislocated my hip. He said, Let me go because the day is breaking. Jacob said, No way. You've dislocated my hip. I don't care. See, the one who carried your blessing might can hurt you. But you don't have to focus on the head. My rebuke you. You don't have to focus on I didn't like the way they rebuked me. Get out. He said, and he said, I will not let you go except you bless. He didn't say except you heal me. Except you apologize. No, I don't need the apology. You are carrying something. You are carrying something. He said, he said, don't give me apology. Give me blessing. Blessing can sort out my life. Blessing can change my story. It's clean. It's there. It's there. It's there. I don't need it. Can you imagine? Jesus said, Blessed is he who is not offended in me. Matthew chapter 11. John the Baptist was in prison. He sent disciples to go and ask Jesus, Are you the one to come? Or we should expect them. But were you not the one who baptized and said that he who sent me? John chapter, chapter 1 from verse 33, chapter 3, sorry, from verse 31, 32. He said, he who sent me to baptize with water, the same said to me, upon whom you see the spirit descend like a dove. He is the one who baptized with the spirit. Therefore, I testify and bear witness that this is he. He said, I knew him not. But the one who sent me to baptize with water, the same said to me, God told me, upon the one you see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same, is the, is the, the same is he who baptized with the Spirit. Look at the next verse. And I saw, and I bear record that this is, he said it. He said it. He said, I saw. But now when he was in prison and things were not good, Matthew chapter 11, he sent his disciples to go and ask to Jesus. He said, he said and said, uh, said unto him, No, go for, let's start from verse 1. And it came to pass when Jesus had made an end to, uh, of uh, commanding his 12 disciples, he departed thence, uh, thence to teach and to preach in their cities. Go on. Now, when John, when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples. What did he hear? The works. He sent two of his disciples. Look at the question. And said unto him, I doubt the one to come or we should not. But you said he who sent you tell this the one. Be careful when things are bad. When you are not in a good mood, you make some stupid mistakes. When you are getting offended, you, you will be blinded. Things that are obvious, you won't see it anymore. And look at the next verse. Jesus answered and said, Go and show John again those things which you do hear and see. What do they hear? Watch this. What do they hear? The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. The lepers are cleansed. Look, look at the next thing Jesus said. That's a serious one. That's why I brought you here. Wow. 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 You see that? 
why do you jump verse 5? If you skip verse 5, if you don't focus on the move of the Spirit, you will end up on the verse 6. Because you are in prison. You are not in a good state. Because you, are, you feel very down. Because you fail an exam. Because things are not working. And so you forget the fact that the blind see. The deaf are hearing. The lame are walking. Death is raised back to death. And suddenly you are offended in us. You cut off yourself from blessings. Yeah. Blessed is he who is not offended. Flip it over the other side. So if you are offended, you can't be blessed. Your blessing is gone. You cannot be blessed in offense. You can't be blessed in offense. So he said, bless me. Bless me before you go. He said, do you know why he asked for blessing? You have hurt me. You have dislocated my hip, but I'm not offended. I'm not offended. I'm not offended. So give me a blessing. Bless me before you go. Bless me. Can I, can I tell you something? Blessings are never attracted by people who are not determined. Jacob, he was the first time he set his eyes on his blessing because the firstborn is the one who is supposed to carry the blessing. So we, when he didn't come first, he held the heel of his brother. He wanted to pull his brother in Genesis chapter 26. He wanted to pull his brother in so that he can come out first so that he will carry the blessing of Abraham, <laughs> Jacob. Even when he was... Okay. And after, after that came his brother out and his hand took hold of Esau's heel. And his name was called Jacob. And Isaac, that's the father, was um, three score, three score is 60 years old when she bought. Yeah. Isaac was 60 years old. He held the heel. He wanted to be the firstborn. Can you imagine a child who, when he was coming out of the mother's room, he's holding somebody's heel? Yeah. Yeah. From the mother's room, holding. No wonder he was the one who carried the blessing. You have come to camp. And instead of holding on to God's way, you are holding on to a boy. The Bible says, all scripture. All scripture is theonopsis. is given by the breath of God. And it is, scripture cannot profit you unless it is used to teach doctrine to reprove, almost like to rebuke. That's why I'm pointing us to the scripture. Because so you can profit. Jacob's greatest desire in life was the blessing. Yeah. One thing that almost distracted his blessing was his desire for a woman. Right, yeah. He always wanted the blessing. But when he came to a woman, Satan knows what, how he can, what he can use to get you. So, he said, Jacob has set his eye on blessings. 
right from the womb he was he was the one who was supposed to get the blessing he held the heels yeah and then one day he had food his brother said i'm hungry he came from the field chapter 27 Said, give me some of the food. He said, ah, 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 eh, 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 eh. Wait, wait, wait. Wola, 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 wola. Before I give you the food, you have to give me your birthright. How did he know? Even when he was not aware of himself, he knew that I'm going to get this birthright. Is it verse? 32, 31 of Genesis 26 or 27? 25 rather. Yeah, 25 said. Jacob said, sell me your birthright. Sell me before I give you the food. Sell it to me. In other words, let's come into a negotiation and then tell me you can have it. So some, some of you feel, oh, I just said it. You, you, but you've, you've betrayed your future. Wow. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I just said, he said, you sell it. How is the selling? The selling didn't come with transaction. He just said, okay, what is it to me? I can't be bothered. I need, I need, I need money. I need some new trainers. I need, I need to buy some Balenciaga. I have, I have never been to the shard. So if you take me to the shard, no problem. He said, look, I'm about to die. What? So what is... This birthright to me. What is it to me? What is it to me? They trivialize the blessings of their future. Trivialize is not important. The baby struggled in her womb. We are here. Something else is fighting. Struggling. So there are twins inside you. So Jacob had an encounter. But the man said, the man hurt him and he said, I don't care. Bless me. Before this camp ends, Pastor, you can do, wait, Pastor, say anything you want. Me, whatever is on you, God has said, I'll collect it. Up to now, the world has not recovered from the blessing of Jacob. I think I need to show you this. And then he said, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. And the angel said, the man said, thy name shall no more be Jacob. But what? Israel. Up to now, Israel is the center of global news. Up to now. The wealthiest people are from Israel. Most of the world's inventions Aeroplane, light bulb comes from Israel. They live in the desert, but they have the best agricultural products. It doesn't make sense. How can you live in the desert and yet have the best agriculture? Israel. It's a blessing. But it didn't come on a silver platter. It came after dislocated him. It's a blessing. He had to trick his father for his father to bless him. It was risky. Because he knew the blessing was his father on his father. So when he went to his father to go and get the blessing, his father said, I, I, can, I can feel the skin of Esau. But the voice is the hands of the Esau's hand. But I recommend it because he said, 
his hands were hairy like the brothers. Uh, um, yeah. No, he said, his father said the voice. Yeah. This, the voice is Jacob's voice. But the hands are. The father said it's Isaac. So Jacob went near Isaac, his father. And his father felt him. Felt him. He was feeling him. Because he was blind. Couldn't see. I said, no, I feel it. It's like my son is a. But when you speak, your voice tells me you are somebody else. He said, bless me anyway. Bless me. Bless me. He went because he wanted the blessing. He went. So later on, years later, people were testifying of the blessing. Laban said in Genesis chapter 30, verse 29, 30 and 31, he said, God has blessed me for your sake. He said, because my flock was little. Laban said, Laban said, please stay. If you have found favor, if, if I have found favor, for I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for your sake. Now that's Jacob for you. He fought for the blessing. Now people can testify that since you came into my life, things have changed. I see you catching a blessing. God bless you for listening to this message. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and visit www.caris.org for videos and upcoming events. Remember, be a doer of the word and not just a hearer.